0: We're the angels, I don't <laughs> see them, it doesn't work like that. It's, it's life goes on, and then you are intentional, right? And, and you know that Christ is there with you, Mother Mary is there with you. Uh, you have Don Bosco's mission, you're and you have inherited. Welcome, everybody, back to the Valdoco podcast.
1: I am Father Steve, I'm Vicky. and today we have two special guests from Florida. Visiting us here in New Jersey, we have Gabe and Veronica Talavera. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you, for, you having for having us. us. Good to have you both. They are, uh, yeah, coming up from Florida. And Vicky is happy. Oh, yeah, I am happy. She has other Floridians mm-hmm. here. <laughs> and uh, you're outnumbered. I am, I am out- outnumbered now, <laughs> yep. yes. Yep. But just
2: the one northerner. <laughs> just the one northerner. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um, but yeah, we're really happy to have you both here. Um, they're, they are Salesian cooperators. Yes, we are. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's beautiful. They're a young couple here uh, from Honduras, but living now in the United States, and hopefully coming up to New Jersey, New York area soon. So, yep, it's good. Good to have you both here. Mm -hmm. Thank you. you. Thank you. uh, Yeah, this episode we are gonna go through a little bit of what a Slesian cooperator is, um, because you know the first season of this podcast was really focused on the oratory, so the home, the school, the parish, playground. That is what makes us really Salesian, and uh, any kind of ministry Salesian—a home that welcomes, a school that prepares for life, a parish that evangelizes, and a playground where friends can meet. Glad I can remember that. <laughs> there you <laughs> go, 100. That's it. that's what we went through that uh, that first season. The second season was really Salesian spirituality. I'm not going to go through all that names, but <laughs> um,
2: daily life, joy and optimism, respons- friendship with Jesus, friendship with Jesus, responsible service. Community with the church and Mary.
1: Mary, beautiful. Wow. Got it. We learned. So yeah. We learned. And then Lent. Then we went through Lent. Then we went through Lent. But it's all kind of a lie because we're recording this in February.
3: Ta-da! <laughs> it's still cold. <laughs> it's still cold.
1: Um, but yeah, both Gabe and Veronica are here um, looking for apartments and things, looking to move up here. And we just thought we'd grab them and have a conversation. Um, mm-hmm. Because this, uh, this season now is really... Meeting the Salesian family, getting some personal testimonies, and seeing what it's like to be a Salesian cooperator, to be a Salesian sister, to be a brother, priest, lay person, young person, uh, the big old Salesian family. So we are, again, happy to have you both here. Mm -hmm. And we'll start with a little question.
2: Are this or that? Yeah. I'll go first. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. So do you prefer things that are live or like pre-recorded, recorded? recorded? Pre-recorded.
0: I like uh, live things live
1: things me too and how about this question (laughs) so do you have you have a preference for living in kind of a country small town setting or are you both city people
3: city
0: city
3: 150% 150% (laughs)
0: 150%. (laughs) but just literally know that
1: they lived the past five years you lived all five years in Gainesville Florida Yeah. so in this small
0: kind of far (laughs) down rural rural yeah trying to be a city but
2: it is trying right like if you get yet. into the university yeah. it is it is yeah. and it's yeah. beautiful it is i mean yeah. it is nice. there are a lot of mm. people yeah. with mm-hmm. the
1: university there and everything mm-hmm. so yep. yeah but it's not a city it's not like new york or new no no so. oh, wow <laughs>
2: what's wrong <Yeah. laughs> you're from the it's country too, flat. <laughs> too. <It's> too flat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but uh no good so welcome welcome, welcome to the local podcast thank we're thank you. excited to have
0: you for having us we excited to be here i've heard you guys
2: really
1: wow you're famous hopefully not <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good so we just start to, we'll start just at least by having you introduce yourself a little bit um where you came from a little bit of your story how you ended up here how you ended up as a cooperator uh, kind of the, the short story for us so we can get to know you a little bit better so want to go ahead Baransa? yep
3: okay yeah <laughs> um, well so i am from honduras i was born and raised there um my family's very Catholic, so when I was uh, ten years old, my cousin invited me to a retreat, and I of course went because I was all over the place so <laughs> uh and yeah, I loved it uh, it was a solution retreat with the um, youth movement, so I loved it and I grew up with the solutions, I fell in love with the Bosco and the charism and everything, so when I was probably 20 something, I don't remember, um, I started like discerning, okay, so I have to do more than just being part of a, of the youth group, and that's when I, um, I, well, of course, I already met Gabe, and we were dating, he was a cooperator already, so that's when I, okay, so probably this could be a good thing for both of us to do, yeah. and um, I recruit you. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Long story short, I became a cooperator in 2013 or 14. I'm sorry, and yeah, here I am.
1: Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Gabe. Your story.
0: Yeah, my, uh, it's a uh, it's cool because my my mom uh, she is a past pupil of the FMA's. Um, so you know it was. Salesian spirituality in my house since I was, you know, uh, a baby. Wow. But then I <clears throat> I went through a um, rough puberty. So uh, I call it kind of a reconversion. Um, I hated youth groups. I thought the, I mean, going to church was a waste of time. You know, you can spend your time better at that age and whatnot. And then there was this, <clears throat> excuse me, this this event where the the provincial of Central America was invited to, to, uh our town, our city. And, uh, I met him and, um, you know, he was this huge person, a Spaniard, right? And he just went like juventud with his arms open, (laughs) just trying to embrace you. Had a little talk with him, a confession. And I, you know, cried my eyes out. And, uh, since then, I also went to the Salesian youth movement at 16. I was not 10, I was 16. And, um, Went through those, you know, uh, yearnings and and, and whatnot for uh, uh, meaning and started thinking about becoming a SDB religious and then found out, no, I want to get married. Of course, I met my wife.
1: He met me. She (laughs) recruited me into marriage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And, um, yeah, I met the cooperators there. They're a nice community. So I joined them as an aspiring and I became one. My promise was in 2010. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful.
1: And then you came over to the States in what year?
0: 2017. 2017. Yeah, beautiful. And
1: the
2: power of the Salesian youth movement. Yeah. Yeah, it year. is. It's like the dream. Mm-hmm. Every time we go, I've been to Panama two different times. So, once nice. for the Inter-American mm-hmm. like gathering that happens, mm-hmm. like, before I worked for the office. And then I went again for World Youth Day in 2019. And both times I had, like, the opportunity to be with Salesian family. Yep. And that was the first time I'd ever understood really mm-hmm. the Silesian youth movement yeah. of like meeting people like, like you, mm-hmm. like how yeah. you're saying that you had met them 10 years old and now a cooperator, right? Yeah. That you, and that thought of like to give back mm-hmm. yep. that, okay, I can't be in youth group for the rest of my life. I need to do something here. Yeah. Transcend, I need yeah. to, yeah. Yeah I, yeah. I need to do more. I need to give back. I need to be a part of it. So just amazing that the Silesian Youth Movement was what like propelled. An you incubator here, yeah. Literally. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. what it's supposed yeah. to be, right? Like mm-hmm. that we become more
3: because of the experience we were mm-hmm. able to have in the Salesian youth yeah. movement. And actually most of our of my group, uh, when we were in formation for this to be cooperators were from the Salesian really? Youth
2: group. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. It was wow. a yeah. true seedbed of vocations. Mm-hmm. Wow. Our centers actually they they became uh, we became the youngest censor of the province just because you know the i don't want to say productivity you know but uh all the new cooperatives that were coming into the were just out of the movement mm-hmm. so it's amazing yeah
1: and that's exactly what the dream is no mm-hmm. that, yeah that you enter in you enter into the space you enter into this home at whatever age but then you are maturing you know you're not staying the way you entered is not how you stay Mm-hmm. Yeah, no? And you you have a place to discern and to give back and to learn and to grow and to make mistakes and to, you know, everything. But the idea is to continue to grow Yeah, and, and discern your vocation. And, mm-hmm. and for you, it was marriage and you found yep. each other and now you're, you know, happily married and, and cooperators but living the mission. You know? mm-hmm. So for me, I entered into that space later. I didn't enter until I was 24. Uh, that's when I met the Salesians. But it gave me a place to, to discern and to meet Don Bosco and... and that charism and that mission, and then also had mm-hmm. a space to discern. And for me, it was, it was the priesthood. And I know Vicky's in that space now, discerning for what to do next, whether that be... <laughs> to become a mission of yeah, course. Yeah. It, could be, it could be later on, but to go in SLM or to go...
2: SLM, uh, it could Adam. Be, yeah. <laughs> to do something. But yeah. Right yeah.
0: now, working for the
1: office. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's beautiful. But you yeah. went to a Solution school and you had that space. Yeah. And, you were
2: and I and I just didn't know. Like I didn't know that it was the Solution mm-hmm. youth movement because I think that was... You know, in the States, it's very different. The idea of the Silesian Youth Movement, the idea of a movement doesn't exist, which we're trying to Mm -hmm. help, you know, bring to life this idea of like a continual movement altogether. Um, But, you know, it exists. I think it exists in our schools. We just don't have the language yet here that makes sense for people. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there's so many, like past peoples, like when you talked about when you went to LaSalle, that they had this huge induction of past peoples to try to really... Like pick this program off the floor. Like I feel like that's the beginning of yeah. the Salesian youth movement being alive here.
1: You know, I, I was I had a real blessing to go to Jerusalem and live in a house with you know forty Salesians from twenty eight different countries, and just to see oh. the Salesian family and yeah. diversity, diversity. Mm, diversity yeah. from all the continents, from all over the place. It was really just really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I had a chance to we had a class on the Salesian family and be able to just study and. And just see that vision of Don Bosco, you know, and how beautiful Mm -hmm. it is to have all of us together living our life, serving joyfully, following Christ. Like it's just a, it's, it's really powerful Um, when it's lived well, Mm -hmm. well, but maybe we could, because we've been using the word cooperator a lot, but what is that? Yeah, maybe some, (laughs) we could break it down a little bit. That word cooperator perhaps doesn't mean something to everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, So if. If one of you could kind of just, in simple terms, what exactly drew you to the cooperators? What does that mean to be a cooperator? Um, What does that kind of entail? Mm
3: -hmm. Um, Yeah. Well, in my case, um, I think that, and and speaking about the word cooperator, for me, it had a little bit more of impact because we are not collaborators like most of people think. um, that We're just collaborating with someone, but we are cooperating as part of of a family so we are not just like a small group and that's it we Mm -hmm. are part of a bigger tree Mm -hmm. which is awesome um and i think that's what drew me more to be a cooperator that i was not alone and um and i can leave it now because we moved from honduras thousands of miles to the states and we found family Mm -hmm. yeah um the first time the first time we went to a solution house we and met people met cooperators priests and uh sisters it was
0: same thing just in English yeah Yeah, (laughs) that's
3: true yeah so it's it 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 was uh, it was family it was still family uh it was it was like this uh long distance relative that you still don't know (laughs) (laughs) but then you met and it's like oh why have I met you right I mean why why didn't I meet you before you know like it's 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 cool. That's awesome. So, yeah, it's a good way to picture it. Like
2: mm-hmm. yeah. your relatives from far away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: and actually, yeah, it's 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 pretty interesting. Uh, you talk about the concept of the cooperator, and I say it's interesting because a few years ago, um, in English, it might not make that much sense because it's it's been Salesian cooperator all the time. Yeah. But in Italian, in Spanish, in other uh, languages, uh, it was different. You know, the cooperator was before the word Salesian, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, Don Pascual Chavez, the rector major, he tried to change that, and with this, the whole mindset of identity, right? Where now we are not cooperadores salesianos, we are Salesian cooperators. so the identity went back to the word Salesian. We're true Salesians in the world, yeah. you know? Because, I mean, yeah, the, the word cooperator was probably very uh uh was fascinating for them bosco but it could have been another word you know mm-hmm. but we are true solutions and what drew me into it is is what my wife just said you know veronica said it clearly it's uh it's a uh, you belong to something else something bigger than you right mm-hmm. uh you find family um you every every single human being longs for that sense of belonging right so um plus the fun that you can have you know just being a Salesian. so uh i think that was it i i I met a lot of them very uh, holy people i mean you know at this age i had it was like hey i want to be like them you know it's what do they have
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's something that i've seen in different countries not so much here yet but you know the cooperators aren't just to help the salesians they're not meant to just give money or they're not meant to just you know wherever the salesian has a work that they are supposed mm-hmm, to go like mm-hmm. you really have your own work you are salesians yeah. in the world mm-hmm. so you are running schools and places you are running oratories yeah. you are doing things where perhaps there's no salesian priest or brother or salesian sister mm-hmm. or anybody but the cooperators are fulfilling on bosco's mission his education his his love for young people but n- on your own like you are living in the church wherever wherever you are yeah um, so i don't i think in honduras the cooperators had some work no mm-hmm. on their own wow. yeah we
0: had an oratory so um as you said it it's it's uh, don bosco was ahead of his time right uh, uh that's why we got kicked out of 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 uh his <clears throat> his proposition to the vatican got yeah. rejected yeah. a lot of times you yeah. know because he wanted to <laughs> But what he wanted to do with the Salesian cooperators was basically that which you have said, you know, transcend the walls of the oratory, go into society, you know, become true living Salesians in the world. Of course, there were many cooperators back in in, in the day; they were helping him in the oratory in Turin, right? Sweeping, giving lessons, offering catechism, you know, coaching and whatnot. But uh, yeah, that's that's our ideal, and the oratory we, we had back there um it's 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 wonderful because a lot of young people youth at risk in honduras and i say at risk because they're getting recruited by gangs uh you know drug trade in honduras is bad um so these young people they are like perfect soldiers for them right so many of them also they have to work during the week uh so they cannot go to school and uh, a program came up where They would listen to the lessons on the radio at night when they got got back home. They had these little workbooks, and then they went uh, on Saturdays to to receive tutoring at certain institutions. So the Selecians of Don Bosco over there, uh, through their institution, their school, um, called the cooperators to take care of that, and that became the oratory Bartholomew Garelli. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've graduated many of them and promoted them even— Many have gone to to college from there, you know? Yeah, uh, so, yeah. It's mm-hmm. really beautiful. Overwhelmingly beautiful.
2: <laughs> I think it's it's cool to think that, like where you said Don Bosco was ahead of his time, but that this was like a real part of his vision. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't just, okay, there's going to be STBs, and then when he, when he met uh, Mother Mazzarello, like that there was, okay, there's going to be FMAs, but that there was going to be this, like more than a collaborator, but the cooperators out in the world to help because when you read his his words, when you read his letters, there are so many people like that you like the letters to the benefactors, and mm-hmm. I feel like when you when you then put the names together, there were so many people that then were like the cooperators that he was speaking to later on um so just I don't know that's that's beautiful, I think that you guys were able to like have that oratory there and i mean and continue the mission right and yeah. in, in a way that was. Like independent. I I had just learned about that, that you guys have a council and all of those things that are separate from the SDBs and the FMAs. Like it's cooperators that are on this council that make decisions for Mm -hmm. the units, for the regions, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's amazing.
0: Totally. Well,
3: Gabe is part of the.
0: yeah, throwing me under the bus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. What's your job? My responsibility. <laughs> <is> to- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, my responsibility is, is to <laughs> animate uh, the formation of the cooperators in wow. the United States East region. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Province. Yeah, which is good. Oh. Which
0: I actually want to talk
1: about because okay. it's, it's not. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't have to go into all the details. Yeah. So go online. You can find online. You can find information online. Yeah. But at least to To get this idea that it is a vocation Mm -hmm. that it's not that we have a lot of past pupils we have a lot of people who help us we have a lot of people Mm -hmm. who are educators or mentors or maybe work at the oratory or whatever but they're not cooperators Mm -hmm. there's another step and there's formation and there's things that you have to go through Mm -hmm. to really commit and then eventually make promises no Mm -hmm. yeah so maybe you can kind of take me a little bit through the process or how one would enter in or start that process what how long is it uh what does that kind of look like
0: it's cool also because i mean everything's interesting in this podcast of course but uh we've had the experience of where we come from and the experience from the u.s right so in the u.s um there is a both and everywhere in the world there's initial formation and ongoing formation all right so during the initial formation you're an aspirant uh I don't like the word candidate because it sounds like something someone else has to say at the end, right? You're aspiring to become a cooperative, you're discerning. In the States, it's two years. We go through a program that's called uh, Discerning the Call. Um, And then you request the association. If you have discerned that that is going to be your way of life and that's your vocation, that's your calling, you write a letter of intent asking to be admitted to the association. The provincial council, you know, reviews it. Uh, Some paperwork needs to be done, and then a date is set, usually on one of the feast days of the Salesian family, um, for your public promise, which is basically a prayer. Uh, There's no canonical vows, of course. You can see I'm married, you know, but we live this, um, we live in the world uh, in our way, but it is a vocation, as you said. It's not a youth group. It is Mm -hmm. not a... A prayer group or yeah. whatnot, not yeah?
1: but the promise I mean your promise is basically to the mission of, of Don Bosco no? so
0: in the world in the world mm-hmm. so yeah. That is, uh, mm-hmm. yeah the promise is actually is actually a prayer yeah. um, but then you you know you do that publicly and you you become committed to be faithful disciple of Christ to work in his kingdom to deepen and also to give witness of the Salesian spirit and also to collaborate in uh, family communion with the with every apostolic initiatives of the church in your local area, also yeah, which is great. And I think
1: <laughs> I think too many. I never knew any of this stuff growing up. You know, I went to a, a small town parish, and it was just the parish priest, and everybody was mm-hmm. was there, and you had little groups, and you did whatever you did. But I think it's I don't know. It's really it's interesting for me because I think we all want to. We all have our kind of passion. You know? So I think some people are drawn to be educators and mentors, and, mm-hmm. they, and they really. They look at young people and they they see the potential in them. They want to to help them. They want to guide them. They and so there is something calling you. Mm-hmm. you know, your gifts, your talents, your experiences in your life are calling you to work with with young people to be a good educator, to be a teacher, whatever it is. And then that there's a place for you in the church to to make that public and mm-hmm. say, I, I yeah. will be a witness to this vocation, not as a priest or a brother or sister, but as a as a married person or as a single person who is, yeah. Living out that, that dream of Don Bosco in that, yeah. in that way of vocation, so it's it's pretty cool.
2: So, how do you how do you live it out? How do you live out being a cooperator? Like, there's statutes, and I guess yeah. How do how do you go about your normal everyday life, living this extraordinary way?
3: Um, well, it's 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 easy and it's and it is not because mm-hmm. um, I, for example, in my case, I am not an educator. Uh, I work in marketing at a university. And I mean it's it's even though it's a university, I don't work with students. Yeah. Um I work like in a different department, nothing related to students. Uh so I I I one time I actually asked Gabe like how can I be more I mean more cooperator in my job because I don't have young people like near me. But I at the time I had uh interns mm-hmm. and I was oh, wow. like I I mean there is my, yeah. my my you know I, yeah there's yeah. my mission there's my right. apostolate and that's how i live my vocation when i whenever i have this contact with youth um without being too intentional you know like intentional but not too obvious of yeah. like god and yeah. you know especially in the university <laughs> right. scenario because yeah. it's i mean so many things happen at a university that you can't be like too open right. uh, about being a Catholic right. so um that's that's how how I live it uh trying to be um more intentional with the people that I get to work with um and then yeah, with the people I meet back in 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 Gainesville, we have a very uh strong community i mean they have become our friends and it's people that we met at, 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 um, at church. Right. Uh, so, um, and they are y- younger than us, but we feel like, uh, you know, like, like our little brothers and sisters, yeah. <laughs> we love them and, and they loved us. So, um, that's, I feel that's how I can express how I can, I, I live my vocation. And of course with mm-hmm. my husband, with my family, uh, my, my nephews, my brothers, um, everyone, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. So it's that's why it's hard because peop- the people that know who, what you are that you are a cooperator, and then of course as humans you, I mean you're not perfect. It's hard to like um, you know to to keep that image of oh, but you're a cooperator, You shouldn't do that and you not know?
0: get like, scrutinized yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah,
3: yeah, because. I've had those kind of comments, uh, yeah, so yeah, we get them
0: too. So. Yeah, yeah. If you're a priest; you should not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. don't speak. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think you said the word. I mean, I think the word is intentionality. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's. And Vicky said you know, statutes. Yep, yeah, we have a, a a project of apostolic life. It's our statutes and our regulations, right? Statutes say what a cooperator should be. Regulations say how he should be. Mm-hmm. What the statutes say, you know, it's. It's not like something. Hey, you gotta be this way, you know, because we are, we 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 keep we um, have our originality, of course. But then you gotta be intentional, and it's it's not a thing of you know you make your promise and then the gates of heaven open and you see angels all the time you know it's not no it's not you know i think the same thing happened when, when when you made your first vows right or it's when you got ordained it's exactly. hey we the angels i don't right. see them you know, <laughs> it doesn't work like that it's it's life goes on and then you are intentional right and, and you know that christ is there with you mother mary is there with you uh you have don bosco's mission you're in you you have inherited it and then you just go out your life and, and, you know. I think with the formation, you know, being able to yeah. to allow yourself
1: to be formed in the Salesian way, you know, to have a Salesian heart, mm-hmm. to be able to... So when you go to the job and you have these interns, mm-hmm. that you can look at them in a way that is, as Don Bosco would look at a, as a mm-hmm. young person. You know, to yeah. see the potential, to be patient, to be kind, mm-hmm. to be generous, to be, you know... And
3: to uh, encourage because you exactly never know what this... What they're going through. Yeah, what they're going to they're Yeah. Going yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then obviously... To be supported as a family, you no, know? and I think many times we feel alone in the church, like we're just going to Sunday mass, and maybe we have no connection to a bigger community, or it's it's you know it's easy for us to get lost out there. So as a Salesian cooperator, to yeah, you know, to be able to have mm-hmm. these meetings that you have every yeah. once in a while to get all together, you know, Silesian family days um, where we all can can gather, whether it be you know they just had one in Rome in, in January, mm-hmm. you know, with the whole Salesian family this year no because of covid and stuff but at least online um so it's
0: yeah to what you say you know there's there should not be one single catholic in the world who feels lonely right i mean and 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 you know if 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 you are listening to this and you feel like that no one has reached out to you try to reach out to someone i mean we're here you know it's it's It is what it is, yeah. Because there is something for for everybody, yeah. 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 You know,
1: not everybody's called to be a Silesian cooperator. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's called to be a Slovenian priest, but mm-hmm. you know, there are mm-hmm. so many other. There are also associations and movements, and uh, yeah, you know, so many different things in the church. That's that, the beauty of the church. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. diversity of it, and uh, but yet the the unity of it. So, mm-hmm. but maybe I can put you on the spot or maybe a dream i don't know that you have lived in Honduras you were cooperators you've s- studied and seen and reformed and is there some sort of dream that you have for the cooperators maybe now in the united states or for the Salesian family yeah my dream <laughs> my
0: dream my dream <laughs> um it's a it's a lot of people right uh that have come over here uh drawn by This charism, this Salesian spirituality. So, uh, many of us still need to deepen our sense of belonging to each other Mm. and of being true family. Uh, Not co-workers or not fellow this, not fellow that. I mean, true fraternity lived out, you know. Uh, I am in front of my siblings for all intents and purposes, you know. Mm. Uh, You are my brother, you are my... My sister, well, you're my wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to deepen that sense of belonging, uh, needs it's going to go a long way. We have to do it, but we got to be humble, of course, also. And we've got to sometimes, you know, renounce to ourselves and all that. But in prayer, you know, and, and, and through formation, you can achieve it. So I believe that'll, that'll be it, uh, you know. Uh, I think the mission could be more enriching and far more, uh, we could reach, more people living this way. Yeah. You know, because the witness we could give if we would know who we really are mm. is insane.
3: Well, I agree with that <laughs> dream. <laughs> 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 yeah, especially because we we used to have a very strong community back in Honduras. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, that, that sense of belonging is, I mean, it's it's necessary. And then, of course, having more young people trying to get into this yeah. um this vocation Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. which we're yeah we're definitely you will be a good addition up here uh, because we have some cooperators in the area some young families now who are uh, either going through the process or who have made their promises already so there's definitely movement towards we have some great cooperators who have been cooperators for Mm -hmm. years and years and years but there's been kind Mm -hmm. of like a gap Mm -hmm. we had a lot Mm -hmm. at one point and then it really fell off kind of with even with vocations to the priesthood and everything there was many many years ago and then a big kind of gap and mm-hmm. now again like a people, resurgence yeah, people of people started mm-hmm. move, and we know we're we're longing for something more mm-hmm. um, so people are opening and, and discerning and, and everything whether that be for consecrated life or for cooperators or, or anything like that and i know even the past pupils were starting because we don't really have as much as other countries you know, this mm-hmm. big past people's association here in the united yeah. states it's it's not uh it's not so strong as it, as it can be. So there's a... And you know, there's so talk many. And there's so yeah. many. And, and even the past peoples who have come from, you know, immigrated from other countries oh, yeah. who are living here now, there mm-hmm. are so many everywhere. And so just to mm-hmm. be able to reach out and say, you know, you're still part of the family yeah. even though yeah. you're not there yeah. anymore where you were mm-hmm. or you're working here or whatever, just trying to, to find ways to, to gather people and to, to meet together and pray together and serve together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so.
0: Because
2: like even just, we have so many students that are in Gainesville. You know, that we didn't know. I didn't know Mm -hmm. you guys were there. So, like, how amazing that even just before, like, that was a connection they could have made. But I think that's something that we can all, like, I can for sure, if I know more about it, like, I can direct people in in the direction of, like, okay, you want Cisian family, you're missing home. Here's people you can go to that are going to, like, understand your experience and, like, help you to continue to live so I think that's just the really beautiful part about continuing to grow as well is that we can continue to form really good community, mm-hmm. helping that dream of belonging to mm-hmm. increase.
0: Totally. Yeah. yeah.
2: But I have a question for you. Okay. Um, so after listening, I guess with all of your different experiences because you've had such like different and unique ones, you've moved, right? And you're moving again. Mm-hmm. Um with your years, I think, how many, you said, 2010, you made your promise in 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, more than, so 12 years. Two then <laughs> <laughs> And then eight years. Mm-hmm. Out of those years, what's been, like, the best part of being a cooperator?
3: Wow. That's a good question. <laughs> um, well, for me, it was when I was working with the... Uh, with my kids at the oratory, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to get teary-eyed. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was, I think, one of the best experiences in my life and um, hearing their stories, which were very, very heavy, heavy yeah. stories, yeah. That I, I mean, I, I, I don't know how a 14, 13-year-old could live the things that they lived yeah. it's, and keep walking and moving and, you know, it's... It's insane. So that, and then, yeah, uh, being their friends. I mean, some of them still call me um, yeah. mm-hmm. via Facebook Messenger or something <laughs> like that. They, <laughs> they like, uh, yeah, they, they they call me or send me a text. And uh, in Honduras, they used to call us like profe, like for Professor. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So they are like, hi, profebero, this and that, <laughs> and how are you? And, I mean, they still call me after yeah. five years living here. So it's, wow. I mean... I, I there are my kids and mm. some of them are even parents. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. funny, but yeah, yeah. I think that's the best experience. Yeah, yeah. from yeah. the apostle. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's
0: uh, the people you meet, right? Uh, the richness that you find. I think that's the greatest gift. Uh, to that, I have probably a story uh, um, with one of the students we have. Um, I can say his name is no problem. His name is Obed. <laughs> So we throw this uh, small lunch as a celebration when when they graduate, right? And they get promoted and all that. Uh, graduate out of high school. And then we ask them to pick one of them uh, to give a tiny speech, right? And they chose him. Uh, so he was always, uh, you know, uh, a pain in a certain part of the body <laughs> when he was in school. Uh, we had him ever since he was in seventh grade uh grew up to be a, a a very good guy uh fine young man and uh during his speech he said um i'm gonna right now <laughs> <laughs> he said um <clears throat> i came here being all that i didn't want to be and i leave this place being all that i always wanted to be wow and i'll be forever grateful so uh yes veronica said it's <clears throat> it's their stories it's the people you meet is feeling that you belong uh to something bigger it's it's like feeling hey you know i i found my sense in life you know i Mm -hmm. i think the biggest gift is probably finally finding out that hey this is why god made me right Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, beautiful beautiful amen hallelujah
2: Mm -hmm. i'm Uh, tired so i'm gonna get a little (laughs) teary-eyed too
1: (laughs) but maybe just one yeah one final question uh just advice maybe some advice for for a young person maybe you know maybe specifically somebody we do have a lot of past students and people who are who know the legions mm-hmm. um, maybe some advice mm-hmm. for them on what how did you discern like what, what can they do to discern uh, to be a cooperator or what is how did you know that okay i need to look into this uh, so maybe just advice for for them if you can offer any.
3: Um well, talk to someone um if you have like this like yearning in your heart, just pray, pray about it, and talk to someone who have may, has gone through the same process um and just be open uh to hear god's voice because um sometimes we we want something and then we want that outcome to be however we want to. Yeah so it's it will not be like that i mean <laughs> uh you will want something and then the outcome might be something better but it might be a different route i mean it could take a different route than mm-hmm. what you thought it, it would so yeah i mean it's be open yeah. talk to someone pray
0: Amen. yeah um life is gonna get tough uh and um god prepares yourself and um if you're out there listening and uh Uh, you feel like you're not worth it those are lies from the pits of hell don't listen to them you are worth it Uh, so believe in your worth Um, learn to love yourself know that God made you um, for a reason to come here Uh, know that your life can be um, a treasure for someone else and truly is and yeah when you start loving yourself it's going to be easier to open the ears of your heart for the yearnings that you might have, you know, and, and, and it's going to be easier to reach out to people to know somebody else. If you are discerning this, call us, you know, it's a, call me. It's, uh, you can get our information wherever you want. Um, but yeah, reach out, read a lot and yeah, experience life also. Mm-hmm. That helps a lot. Yeah. <laughs> don't be afraid to move around sometimes, no? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So don't be afraid to move. Yeah, <laughs>
3: Get out of your comfort get zone. Out of the comfort mm-hmm. I,
1: that's one of the biggest yeah. advice I can give. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it helped me so much to just get you out You won't of my, do anything in the comfort yeah. zone. Yeah, yeah. You can't discern. You can't figure out who you are. Yeah. yeah. You got to get out of there. Fall down a couple of times. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, great. So, really appreciate your time. Really beautiful. I mean, we could spend a lot more time talking mm-hmm. and maybe in the future since you're so sure. close we'll, uh, yeah. we'll get you back in here. Part two. Part two, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But um, for the end of our podcast episode, we always ask one of our guests to to lead us out in prayer, so I don't know if either of you would okay. feel comfortable just finishing off
0: sure. with, with a prayer. Yeah, and let's do this the way it all started, right? Um, let's give thanks to our mom, uh, Mother Mary, help of Christians. Mm. She has always been with us, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Mm-hmm. We thank you, uh, Mother Mary, for being with us, to, for uh, carrying us for teaching us about love and bravery we offer our lives to you and bring them to Jesus. Hail Mary, full of the grace, is, the Lord is with thee. Blessed, blessed are thou
1: women and blessed is
0: the, is the fruit woman. Woman, Holy Holy Mary, Mary, of thy womb,
1: Jesus. Holy
3: Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and in the hour, and hour of our death. death. Amen.
0: Mary help of Christians, pray for us. Oh, Son, Spirit, amen amen, amen. Thank you so much Gabe. thank you guys everybody, thank you for guys. having so us. good <laughs> thank you everybody for listening
1: we will see you next week bye you <laughs>